Hello. Um, so we are on the road and we are in Texas. Um, I already know how this goes, but I just want to see if you remember. When we first arrived to Gilmer, Gilmer, Texas, do you remember who was standing there, I guess, waiting for anyone to come through that border? Yeah. Who? Uh, The marshal. Yeah, he was the sheriff. Sheriff. Yeah, he was the sheriff. And, um... (laughs) I'm not going to lie, like, I I definitely, I guess my fears started kicking in, and I started seeing things a certain way, like, oh my gosh, we're in Texas, this is probably, like, where all the lynching and everything still goes on till today, <laughs> and do you remember what he said? He was actually a nice guy. <laughs> well, we told him where we were going, who, who we were. And uh, he, he was very welcoming. He told us, yeah, you almost made it there. Just a couple of more laps and you're there. Right. Like he knew at the time your mom, he knew your mom's husband's family. Mm-hmm. He knew he knew the whole family line because I mean, he, they live on Flewellen Road. And I think that's how I gathered that there was a street named after the family that is huge i have not seen that ever before i mean i've heard of martin luther king street and you know now we have obama you know we have tribute um you know we have streets that are contributed to the le the legendary um people before us but i mean to see that your his family was alive and they still they had their street name, it just made me start thinking about the Fluellen's uh, history, like who was his father and mother. <laughs> so the whole community was all Fluellen's. That whole community, and um, most of those people were living on his land, like relatives and friends of his. They were living on his land. Really. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, that's amazing. I mean, I never really got a chance to understand the infrastructure, um, like the business side of Flewellen. Yeah. Uh, DL was his first name, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, he was always so interesting to me because... You want to know something more interesting? What? The DL didn't stand for anything. Really? It was really just DL? <laughs> no. Really? Mom, mom named him Lewis. Oh, his name is not Lewis? His name is D.L. Well, you'll never see anything else on any papers. You know, now I'm starting to think maybe that's his business name. Or is it... You have a D.L. Hughley. Oh, okay. So people's names can be letters. You have A.J., P.J., C.J.'s, L.C., J.C., I have an uncle named JC. His name is JC. That's amazing. It it just changes my whole mindset. Like, you could have your name be whatever name you want it to be. Yeah. Literally. Um, Literally. And, uh... I don't know if you can make your name a number. 
Well, you probably could. You'd have to spell it. Erica Badu, seven. But they have to spell it. Yeah, but it's like through English, you know, once the number is over, I think, 12, you can start just having the number stated. I ain't rolling. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, when when I'm writing, yeah. when, I, when I write, like, if it's like number six, I have to spell it out. That's how we're supposed to do it. We're supposed to spell it out. But if it's like, you know, 25 or 15, you could just write that out. So I wonder if it applies to your name, too. But anyways, back to the sheriff. Um, So, okay, so he he directed us to the path to get to um, your mom and and, uh, DL's house. But we had a call or uh, a text or something that we had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. That was the first time we were in Texas we together. To no one was there. Right. No one was there. And just seeing their house, it was so beautiful to me. Like, to know I personally want to live in the forest and to mm-hmm. see that your mom, I mean, you know, you call them the woods, but yeah. it was the forest. Yeah. It was the forest. I mean, think about it. What are the woods? It's the forest. And um, it was just so pretty to me. Like, it was so plain. The house was plain. Uh, There was a driveway. And, you know, the grass was growing. Or, yeah, yeah, it was like a road. Were were there rocks on the ground? Yeah, the the gravel. gravel. Yeah, the driveway was gravel. I mean, it wasn't anything super plush. But it was perfect, I think. It was such a comforting look. And, um, anyway, okay, so when we went, we had, we saw that they weren't home. I don't even remember getting out the car. We just knew they weren't home because you called or something. And then we went to the hospital. So I'm thinking, your mom, something's wrong. Like, you know, I'm super, I'm a storyteller. So I'm thinking, this is not good. We're starting off. Bad. This is bad. We're starting yeah. off. She's not feeling well. This is my first time meeting her. No, nah, it wasn't uh. that she wasn't feeling well. I kept telling you the whole time, Mom goes to the doctor. <laughs> I know. I know, but I what wasn't hearing like. you. When she came out here, she was just like normal. <laughs> yeah, and then I come and find out it was just a checkup. Yeah, Mom goes to the doctor. So, after we <sighs> united and... You know, I got to see her face and put her voice to a face and introduce myself. I didn't really have to introduce myself. She already knew who I was, and she gave me a hug, and I um, got to see DL. DL was kind of, like, quiet. That's what I gathered about him when I first met him. He was very just um, observant but quick, like, quick observant. Like, if you look at him, he's going to look... Like, he's going to look like he's doing something else. Like, on his way, doing something else. But I saw how caring he was to your mom. And I really liked that. Like, I don't know if I... I don't fully remember, but I feel like he was holding her things, too. Like, (laughs) I can't remember. I don't know. But, um... I don't remember all of that. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far, but I really do think I saw him holding her things. Because I, I saw him first. She wasn't out yet. Oh, he yeah, was in yeah, the lobby. Yeah. And um, what what happened after we united? Did we go out to eat? Went to eat. 
Man, that's the Texas culture. They, it's like, I love it. Now that I look back at it, it's like, you eat, (laughs) you know, you eat. No matter what occasion, what situation that you're going through, you eat right after. Or, you know, it's, yeah, and it was comforting. So I was just fully guarded. It was just a mental thing. I, I had so many thoughts. I felt like I was bringing my past with me to Texas, you know, because I didn't feel 100% relaxed like you. When I saw you, I just, I saw this relaxed man that, you know, he's 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 back around his mom. You know, he, he's in good hands. Like, so I just tried to follow your lead. <laughs> You know, um, everything was laid back. It wasn't nothing to think about. It everything was presented for you. It was yeah. it was just natural. Yeah, um, yeah. So, like and after when she showed you to your room, <laughs> I was so funny. She said, "Oh, you guys are not sleeping together here." <laughs> was it that? Was that like the beginning? That was so funny. Yeah, she set the no, tone. I was at night. Right, you right, know, right. Started getting hella tired. We weren't married. No. Yeah, no we sure. were truly boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I want to say it was in uh, the early, same year that we met. Early. Okay, no, yeah. So we met in May of two thousand and seven. Then I think it was at the beginning of two thousand eight. It was um, November. Of 2007. Yeah, because I was like, no, I felt like I moved pretty fast with you. Yeah, like, it was a few months. It was the same year. That makes sense. Um, Yeah. I wanted to either do New York, and then with you, I wanted to do Texas. Right. New York was a little too expensive. But we aren't even both been to New York I think Texas was more adventurous for me because I've never been there. And through you, I got the chance to get there. And, um, yeah, so when the evening came, huh? So it was definitely, definitely, uh, it was a mixture of fun and frustration. That's the one in Texas? Yeah, just fun and frustration every, every day. Was filled with that because, you know, yeah, I remember he got us jobs. Not yet. This was the first day. Oh, no. Not the, the first, first day. day. No, first we day forgot. Was. We forgot what happened the first day. What did he read in the paper? Oh, yeah. My cousin got shot up all these hella times. The drug deal went bad. And he was talking about how drugs were coming to the small towns. Damn. I mean, this guy is so business. He that is like, crazy. now that I look back at it, Dio is hella business. Yeah. He's like... I mean, and the way he would dress was like, as if it was the modern, like, what, was he wearing suspenders? No, he was suspenders. What was he wearing? He just dressed like, you know, you gotta realize it's a country culture. So, country culture times the fact that he's already 60 years old. He was back then? Yeah, his fashion is gonna be different. Yeah, So I appreciated him. Yeah, he's just one of those dudes that really is on his own page. Like, he's not paying attention to nothing. But, but yeah. He likes. Right. He's cool. Yeah. He's his own person. That's what I respect about him. He's his own man. So, that's what also what I was thinking. I was like, wow, you know, the mother is in the hospital. Then, then now it's 
the cousins are getting shot up here and it's the small town like <laughs> and all i could think of before all of this i'm thinking of slavery all these uh slavery movies that we've seen and they always happen to look like how this area looked like i was like this is crazy but i just felt like i was on set like this was the set and but at the same time i knew it was reality so my um my fears and you know my anxiety was kicking in at that moment the first day it was quiet anxiety it was just let me just observe and you know oh the first day you know the end of the day i think what like calmed you since day one i was like let's take a ride and it was two things that calmed you driving through these country roads Driving through these country roads, uh-huh. and I would say probably the only other thing that comforted you was bluebell ice cream. We had that the first day. The very first day. Oh my gosh, we, we sure to, did. We drove to. <laughs> well, this is what it was. We drove to the gas station. Yeah. And at that time, you liked these little. I think they were like. Snicker with ice cream inside, or you like something weird? That was it? I think it was cookie dough ice cream. Yes, exactly that's my favorite. It yeah, cookie, it was. Yeah, something like that. And I said, you know what? You should try this ice cream. I said, everybody raves about it. You can only get it out here. You should try it. Yeah. And uh, you're like, I don't know. I said, I'll get it for you. You just let me know. And you're like, we'll get this flavor. I was like, all right. So I got that, and I put it in the freezer, and. um Oh, that's what happened. My mom, she said, you got some bluebell in the freezer? Uh-huh. I'll say, yeah. You were like, yeah, you can have some. And she was already walking to the freezer with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, she said, I'm going to save you some. Don't worry. <laughs> and then uh, she said, I got some cookies. And she went up in the cabin and got some cookies. And that's when y'all had some. She said, you might as well go and eat some. And, and then you taste it. She was like, this is incredible. It was. This is incredible. It was, it was it like so a commercial. Was. It was like a commercial. It was so funny. Yeah. So. Still to this day, I think about it. I'm just like, wow, there's got to be a reason why Bluebells has not made it over here. Yeah, it's popping. Because it's not, um, you don't have the same cows out here. No, but, yeah, and that's, that's separate. But, you know, thinking about a business, like mm-hmm. a lot of food trucks, well, a lot of food trucks, they were bringing their hometown, you know, their their meals onto the food truck. And that's where a lot of customers were craving the gourmet. Well, that's uh, what I want to do. In, that's in, like in Pittsburgh, Bluebells. In Pittsburgh, <laughs> in Pittsburgh, what I want to do is this. What? I want to have my food truck, but I want to just serve. I'm not going to come up with nothing original. I'm going to franchise. I'm going to take those Pittsburgh hot links. And the bluebell ice cream. That's gonna be my dessert palette. That's my my lunch. Yeah. And my dessert. Yeah. I'm gonna get a truck and I'm gonna start driving out to different places with it. Right. Right. See how far things are from each other. Yeah. So if I'm over here and people know I'm here on this day and I'm here on that day and I'm here, then I got two. Now I'm here and here on this day. Yeah. And before you know, it, I got five. I'm here, 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 here every day. That's the kind of stuff that you That's bring here. It's just no, nah, I want to bring that here I because mean, of the start, situation. I start something like that in a small town, uh huh. Because those are the people who recognize the need 
the people in the city have everything they need. So it would just be another want for them. You take it where it'll be a need. Okay. And then it's I like how you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, the goal is to be a multimillionaire business, you know, where other people can invest in it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think that's all for right now. (laughs) It was great talking with you about Um, our memories. (laughs) No doubt.